Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. So, what do you get when you take a smart ass sex and dating expert who's a little too smart for his own good? And you take a smoking hot vixen with just the right amount of naughty and nice. And together they point out all the very stupid things men and women do in the world of sex and dating. You get a juicy little podcast that is smart, sexy, and will knock you on your ass. It's unfiltered, uncensored, and unapologetic. This is Believe in the Sex Playbook, and it starts right now. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Believe in the Sex Playbook. I'm your host, John Ibrahim, coming to you from the Windy City here on the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Do you believe? Alongside with me is my co-host and the only person to successfully break into Area 51, <laughs> Shay Kilmer. That's me. She's very crafty. Obviously. Very sneaky sneaks. Um, hello, my romantics, erratics, and curious people. If you love the show, like the Real Housewives love catfighting, then please remember to subscribe. <laughs> subscribe to Believe in the Sex Playbook and rate us with a five-star rating. You can find Believe in the Sex Playbook on your favorite podcast directories, including iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and others we'll mention at the end of the show. And of course, you can always find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcast on Twitter. That's B-L-E-A-V. All right. So we thought a great topic would be first date pet peeves. And there could be a million pet peeves, not just... Mine and Shay's, and obviously we don't know all of you people's pet peeves. That's why they're peeves. They're unique. They're little idiosyncrasies that kind of annoy you or turn you off. And there's no way we can go over in about half an hour what every one of your pet peeves are. So we thought we would just go over two of each of our personal pet peeves and maybe see if they're the same as some of yours. But what we would love for you all to do is after this show, tweet us or hit us up on social media and just tell us one of your quick pet peeves. You don't have to give us the story behind the pet peeve. Just let us know what it is. And we'd love to put like a list together of people's pet peeves so we can kind of have the pulse of the dating world out there. <laughs> Shay, does, do your friends talk to you about their pet peeves a lot? A lot of times. Actually, I did have one. And it's actually one of my pet peeves too. Oh, I might get a lot of flack for this, <laughs> but if I am asked out on a date and we go to like lunch or do like a brunch date or like even to go get coffee, I don't yeah. care where the first date is. Yeah. I always just offer, be like, oh, do you want to split it? Or like, I'll like put my car down and normally they're like, no, no, yeah. I got it. Like, don't be silly. Yeah. And, um, my friend had this guy who they went on a date. They had a fine time. Wasn't like anything like sparks or whatever. And he's the one that picked the place. He's the one that asked her out. And then at the end of the date, he was like going into his wallet and she's like, Oh, I can get it. And he's like, Oh really? (laughs) Great. I'll get next time. And then she looked at him and she was like kind of taken aback because he, she barely first, she barely had any food. She literally had like a little bit of the appetizer and one drink. This guy freaking, I think he had like 
six or seven drinks, oh, had God. like the steak <laughs> and some of the appetizers that she had had as like her little meal. That's awesome. Oh my God. So that's what it is. If you ask me on a date and you pick the place, you're paying. If like, like I said, I always ask like here, you can, here's my card or blah, blah. I can, we can split it. If you make me actually split it or even pay for full, you're not getting a second date. So you're not even down with going Dutch. Not on the first date. And for those of you who don't know, by the way, going Dutch is each person pays their own share. It's not even split the bill. It's like she pays for what she got. He pays for what he got. It's like two separate checks. Yeah. So if that's the case, that was not a date to me. Like that was we hung out as friends kind of thing. <laughs> so that's why there won't be a second date. If I have to pay for the full thing, there is definitely not ever going to be a second date because it just shows me, A, you're probably not financially stable. Hmm. <laughs> so you, interesting. So you actually make it a financial thing. You're making a financial assumption about him, not like a considerate, inconsiderate kind of. Well, assumption. it's it, to me, it's one of a few things. So A, you're not financially stable to the point of being able to pay for my one coffee or my one meal. <laughs> B, I come to the assumption also that maybe you didn't have a good time on the date, hmm. enough time to pay for it. So that's an that, interesting point. There's not going to be a second date. Or C, you're just a fucking cheapskate in the aspect, I don't want to fucking see you again. <laughs> okay, so the cheapskate part, you're going back to the financial part Well, of it. one is you literally can't afford it. Or you yeah. just don't want to cough up the money. All right. So here's my take on it, if I may. Now, I'm throwing out the disclaimer that there is not anything old-fashioned about me i am a, <laughs> i am a progressive i am not i don't like old-fashioned cliche things especially when it comes to dating and sex and relationship i'm not a traditionalist in any way shape or form in fact i i rebel on purpose to for traditions and things because i just can't stand it but i will say if there's probably one old-fashioned Part of me, when I'm on dates, I do pay. And I'm not even saying every date. That's the thing. I am not saying every single date. Like, I am totally fine. Like, after I start dating someone, like, you pay for one, I pay for the next one, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But on the first date, <laughs> you're trying to make a good impression on her, right? Like, for that's sure. why you asked her out. That's why you took her to this place. Why the hell are you trying to make yourself look dumb and make her pay? Or yeah. even do half. Yeah, I've always been fascinated by this topic because it is kind of controversial. And, you know, women today love to be also seen as strong and powerful and, and independent. But yet, when it comes to this topic, that's like the antithesis of that. You know, to be like, no, I expect the man to pay. You know, that is like, and I think anti strong woman and independent and all that. Forget about the money side of it. I'm not even talking about financial. I'm just talking about that whole expectation. Well, there's also a turn sign to it. I'm saying if a guy asks you out and then like picks the place and whatever, if I ask a guy out though, like I will be paying because I'm asking him to spend his time with me to see if things are going to go somewhere. All right. So, and, you know, those are fair points, but then why do they have to play the charade with like reaching for their credit card or, I mean, you know, it's a nice gesture. That's the thing. It's a nice gesture. And so that 
It's the show like I don't expect you to pay for everything all the time. Yeah, cause, but I mean, there's a lot of guys that, as you know, are very clueless out there. Fucking idiots. So they may be asking the question right now, but you offered to pay. So, you know. Yeah, but it's A, it's an opening to see what type of character you are. Oh, like, to so see, it's like a test. Yeah, it's first test, first date. Jesus. But like, A, are you really trying to make a good impression on me? Because if you are, you're not going to let me pay. If this is your idea, you asked me out. If you're making me pay, that's a terrible impression. Like, you have to see in your mind that that does not look good. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I wish we could talk the whole episode about this. I it's, know. It's that's a good one. Yeah, it is. We'll come back to this one at some <laughs> point. So, my number one pet peeve is women who don't put out on the first date. You did not just <laughs> say that. <laughs> That's a joke. Jesus. No, that's not my number one pet peeve. <laughs> my number one pet peeve are women who get crazy hammered on dates. Yeah, I think we've touched on this before. We it's did. just freaking dumb. Yeah. Now, you know, both people having, you know, drinks on a date is a, is a sign of a date going well. You know, that's good. Because if she has just one drink and then that's it, you call it quits. It's like, okay, this date didn't go very well. So it's good if they're having a bunch of drinks, but you got to... Not a bunch, a well, couple. A couple. Okay, Let's a couple. watch our wording here, right. sir. Because drinks loosen you up, and that means it could lead to a good night. So men are probably wink, like, all wink. right, she's having some drinks. You there know? he comes out again, Mr. Pig <laughs> over here. Well, I mean, come on. There's no guy who leaves the house on a date who isn't hoping that he's going to get laid that night. So label me as the bad guy if you want, but that's just the, the politics of dating. That's the way it goes. But women who get hammered drunk, you know, it could turn into like a, now it's babysitter time. Now you got a babysitter. Which is, first off, I have to do that to a couple of my friends because they cannot handle their liquor and they don't know when their limit is. And it is the most annoying shit. It ruins the night, not only. Like, I cannot have fun because I'm like the mom friend when we go out. So I'm the one that always has to be in charge. You're the responsible one? (laughs) I know. Shocking. But like... I have to be the one that takes care of them, make sure their hair's pulled up while they're throwing up. Oh, like, God. Like, making sure they're not, like, looking like Boo Boo the Fool. <laughs> that's the babysitting I'm talking about. And I don't want to have to make sure that a, a girl is okay after the puking and stuff. She yeah. shouldn't have got to that point to begin with. Nope. Especially on a first date. Right? Ugh. And it's just, it's, it's just unattractive. Nothing more unattractive than a sloppy staggering. She's like slurring her words or, you know, worse yet than she really like her mood, you know, goes full tilt where she starts crying or some, you know, crazy shit like that. That is not how I envisioned the night going when I left the house. (laughs) Her being like, my boyfriend, Trevor. Right. He was my ex. He just broke up with me. Like, girl, you're a fucking mess. Go home and do that shit. Right. I don't need that on a date. If If I see that kind of stuff, they may behave that way and still be willing to have sex at the end of the night. You know, if I see that, I'm like, forget it. I'm so turned off. I don't care if it's dropping in my lap. That's like DEFCON 1. For me, it's like abort, abort. I I don't need sex that bad. I'll go home and jerk off. Right. Especially since I've had like, I think I mentioned it before in a previous show, is I've had a sloppy drunk girl. She wet the bed. She wet Ew! my bed. Right. Ooh, la, la. So never again. I don't, I don't, nope. need, 
I don't need that drama. You're like scarred forever now. It is. That was like what secured my opinion that I will never have sex with one of those like sloppy, sloppy. girls. Yeah, some guys hope they get that sloppy that drunk. so, I don't understand what is attractive about that. Like, It's, it's not attractive. And it's, you could honestly be slapped the with sex a... sex is they're like, okay, this is an easy target. I'm going to get sex. And honestly, you can't tell how far gone that girl is. And you could easily be just slapped with like a rape charge, bro. So I would not take that chance. And of course, that's a consent consideration but it doesn't even get that far with me i don't have to even get to the point of oh is she gonna come you know is she so far gone that she's gonna accuse me of rape it doesn't get to that point because i'm like it's unattractive i'm turned off my dick ain't gonna get hard right (laughs) so by i speak pretty loud as it is but if you you guys couldn't tell you couldn't tell by he likes to talk over me too (laughs) oh no i don't uh if you couldn't tell by my voice level going up a few octaves i'm pretty passionate about that being a yeah no kidding Oof. i mean you have like ptsd from it so yeah it's it's the pee girl that's what did it and there's been a lot of pukers i can handle the puke the pee in my bed that's my sanctuary <laughs> it's now soiled for life that has a mirror somewhere around it yeah on- i had to flip the mattress and it stayed permanently flipped so that's so gross <laughs> all right so what's your second pet peeve so this one I feel like a lot of people are going to agree with me on. Someone, so let's say we go out to somewhere to get coffee or to get um, drinks or anything like that or get food even. Mm-hmm. Someone who is rude to the wait staff. Oh, I or fucking hate those people, man. Like I will literally go out of my way when I see another like asshole guy or a fucking Karen, you know who I'm talking about. Like we call them Karens, the ones that have Karen? like the short haircut yeah. and always ask to talk to the manager. Oh. We call those girls women's Karens, <laughs> fucking bitches. So whenever like an asshole dude or like a Karen is rude to like a waiter or something around me. I always make a point to be like, hey, I'm sorry about that bitch or that dick, but you're doing awesome. Don't worry about them. Like, I'll yeah. go out of my way to, like, console like, the uh. person. Because, like, guys, people are busy. Like, waiters, yeah. waitstaff, A, they're not getting paid enough. And B, they're working their asses off. So you being rude to them is not okay. In any shape, way, or form. Like, it's one thing if, like, your food's messed up. Yeah. Or, like, they're taking forever. Like, it's okay to get a little irritated, but don't take that out on them. Your feelings are totally normal. That's fine to be irritated because your food's taking 45 minutes. What's not fine is throwing a fucking tantrum to your waiter waitress and making a scene. The way you handle your feelings makes you as a person. And you, so. you know how I said I was real passionate by how my f- voice got louder is <laughs> Shay is like air pointing. I am air pointing. I'm doing hand like, gestures. Right. Like there was like, sh- like there's one of those Karens in front of her and she's like poking I'll her chest. tackle her. Right. I just, I have a deep passion about people being rude. Yeah. Like I can, it irks my bones guys. Right. But now. Your point is taken. I think a, a ton of us, I agree. I think a ton of us out yes. there would agree. So, but you were talking about just in general, like if you see somebody do this, but we're talking about dates. Dates. So if a first date, so we're talking about first date pet, pet peeves, guys. So if a first date person 
guy, girl, alien, I don't care, like I said, is being rude to the wait staff, I swear to God, I'll be like, I got to go to the bathroom and leave. Climb out the bathroom window. I will walk my ass out that damn door because I do not... Or I'll even like specifically go and confront them. Be like, listen, I don't like how you treat people in general, especially in this industry. So this isn't going to work. And yeah. bye. As I was going to ask you that, would you just say you're going to the bathroom and then leave? Or would you I've actually call them out on it? I think the going to the bathroom and leaving is a better insult than actually calling them out on it. Because, you know, he'll sit there and wait for a couple minutes. But then the thought will cross his mind like, did she fucking leave? Yep. And I have. It's It was great. It was a good moment. Let me tell you. Yeah, I can't stand people who do that either. It is very unattractive. It's embarrassing. And it's really kind of the... It's not just the face value of it being rude, but is it safe for me to assume that you see it as like what kind of person they are? Is 100%. this somebody that I'm going to date? That means he's going to talk to me that way. He's going to talk to yep. other people that way. He's going to talk to our future children that way. Yeah, and I... I do not like it when people act like others are beneath them. Like I am the type of person that will treat the janitor the same as I will treat like a COO. Like I do not put people down. So when I see that, I will a try to make the other person feel better. That's being put down. And B, I think the person that is doing the put down is so freaking ugly like inside like they're just as a person it's just an ugly fucking person and i want nothing to do with them and so if that happens on a first date you bet your ass i will not do a second one (laughs) so you hear that guys don't be rude to your wait staff if you're on a date with shay yup i just don't like bullies in general and you know, a lot of people see them as easy targets. Like they're being paid to be nice to me. They can't be rude back to me or they'll get in trouble and get fired. So they're an easy target. It's easy for me to yell at them because they're not going to yell back at me. And that's most bullies really are cowards deep down. They only get away with bullying when they know they can get away with it. When bullies are confronted, they usually back down. Well, a, a waiter or a waitress isn't going to confront them and that's a shame and guys you have to remember especially with waiters and waitresses they are servers they are not your servants yeah good point thank you what is your last (laughs) pet peeve sir this one drives me crazy Ooh, so you're gonna have those hand motions like i've just been doing yeah well i i I don't think i can match what you were just doing but (laughs) it was almost like you were speaking sign language your hands were moving so fast (laughs) i was like doing public speaking It's women who I'm going to meet for the first time, like Mm -hmm. a first date. They want to meet me with their friends. I don't... That sounds more of like a hangout rather than a date. It does. That's totally true. You feel like, okay, you know, who brings their friends with them on a first date? The only ones who do that are if they think you're a safety risk for one. And And I get that, you know, depending on where you're meeting. But I mean, if you're going to be in public... And you're driving separate. It's not me picking you up or anything like that. If you're driving separate, I'm driving separate, and we're in a public place, what's really the safety risk there? Yeah, and I mean, if you're super worried about your safety because you're like sketched out by this dude, why the hell are you trying to go on a date with him? Exactly right. So it drives me crazy, you know. I think it's also like an insecure thing, right? Doesn't it like show like you're insecure? Not you in general, but I'm saying like the girl is like insecure so much that she doesn't feel comfortable unless she has like other people around her that she's familiar with. Right, to be their crutch. You know, some people are... 
they're they're more um, outgoing are- when they have their you know social support crew with them, and so they may feel like they're. Um, less shy and less awkward. Guys, you're not that boring that you have to have an entourage. Right. Like, be yourselves. And, like, if you guys vibe, great. If not, then that's not the right person. Right. Don't show up with an entire party. Right. And it has no, it has nothing to do with me being shy in front of other people. I love meeting new people. I have no problem meeting her friends. I think that's awesome. You know, if, if this is a girl that I may date more than once or twice, then of course I want to meet her friends and hang out with her friends. Just not on the first date. First dates are for getting to know each other. So that takes quite a bit of conversation. And you can't have that one-on-one constant conversation if her friends are around you the whole time. You know, if she's with her friends, you have to focus on everybody. You can't ignore her friends You have to give attention to her friends or you're going to come off as being rude, right? Yep. And so I'm not a rude person, so I will share the conversation with her friends and stuff. But then that takes away from me getting to know my date as well as I normally would have been able to if we were there just one-on-one, you know? Yeah. Unless, like, you guys were talking about, like, hey, I'm going out with my girls if you want to come along. Yeah. But, like, A, I don't see that as a date. And, B, if you were the one to invite her out somewhere, yeah, that's so rude to bring other people. Yeah. Like, let's say it's somebody that I met on social media or on, like, Tinder or Bumble. And let's say it's that kind of scenario where we've never met in person before and we've been talking about getting together. If I'm, like in the same neighborhood in the city. If she texts me and she's like, hey, I'm in Lincoln Park, where are you? And I say, I'm in Lincoln Park. If she says, hey, I'm hanging out with my friends, and if I'm not with my friends, even though it's super convenient, I'm not gonna go meet her. That's, to me, a first date has a specific routine of how it goes. Yeah, it's a one-on-one Exactly. (laughs) So the first meeting, whether you wanna call it a date or whatever, a first meeting, I'm not gonna do it with your friends. I'm not. I'm always gonna say no. I don't care if she's in the building right next door. Now, there is value. I will always tell guys when I used to do coaching, I would tell guys that if a girl that you're interested in, like let's say it's not a date, let's say it's you just met a really interesting girl at a restaurant or a bar or something and you want to get to know her and she happens to be with her friends, I always tell them it's important to engage her friends just as much as you're engaging her because she is going to be assessing things about you she is gonna be like all of them will be assessing everything about you trust me if you start ignoring her friends number one she is going to think like you're not a social person you know and you're not vibing with her friends but number two the friends are gonna get bored and they're gonna be like come on they're gonna be pulling her away to go someplace else so that you're not invited to. yeah you have to engage the friends i am a big believer in that never ignore the friends no matter how much the girl is into you just not on the first date again the first meeting shouldn't involve the friends or any of that kind of stuff i agree and on the first date If she brings her friends, she has to engage her friends too. The friends want to hang out with her. And so she can't ignore them. And again, they're going to get pissed and they're going to get bored if she is. So you need to avoid all that just by not meeting up with her friends. And this goes for women too. Women don't go out with a guy if he said, hey, I'm with my my boys, you know, come and meet us out or something. You're going to be at the same disadvantage. Has that happened to you? I think it was like a guy I was crushing on. Yeah. But it wasn't like a first date. It was just like, 
I was like, hey, what are you doing? And he's like, oh, I'm with my boys. You want to come hang too? Mm. And like me being the dumbass, because <laughs> it was a few years ago. I was like, oh, yeah, sure. Because I wanted to see him and hang out with him and make him fall in love with me. Yeah, of course. Obviously, that didn't happen. Well, <laughs> that never really works. But like I was like, oh, if I get his friends to love me, not like love, love, but like to love me and say I'm cool in his ear, then maybe there's a chance and that doesn't work. But it doesn't. And and a reason <laughs> why is there's too many distractions. You know, there is it's, a... It's so awkward too when they're like, oh, that girl's so hot. I want to go talk to her. Like the guy you're crushing on and you're like, my heart. Oh, God. <laughs> See, that wouldn't have happened if it was one-on-one because he would have been focused entirely on you. There would not have been all those distractions. And flirting, there is a art form to it. There is a method to flirting. And flirting has to be one-on-one, totally focused, her looking at you, you looking at her, and it's almost like, without getting like too highbrow in there, but picture like flirting as sort of a web is being built between you and her, and as the flirting goes on and gets more intense, there's more of those strands of the web tying you both together, and those webs can't be broken during the whole flirting thing, and you just can't flirt the right way when there's a ton of people around you. You can't, because you have to be aware of your surroundings yeah, and it, those people are your surroundings right the flirting involves certain stories and things that you would say to her and him and all that kind of stuff that is not for other people's ears i don't mean like dirty talk or anything like that i mean just stuff that you wouldn't say in front of other people because they're going to make it sound corny you know because there's a story to flirting and that story has to be continuous and if outsiders aren't hearing the whole layout and the whole and seeing the whole roadmap of that flirt they're not going to get it so you know even if i'm in a place and it's just me and her like take the cheesecake factory for example you ever been the thing i hate about the cheesecake factory or the tables are so close together like you're sitting you ever go to a restaurant where the table next to you is like eight inches away from you so awkward it is try flirting with somebody when there's People sitting, total strangers are sitting eight inches away from you on either side. It doesn't work. It doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel natural because there's too many ears. Those those web strands aren't able to connect. <laughs> they, so. re- they reached out to the table next to you, actually. Right, right. They disconnected from the person in front of you, and now you're making webs with right. the girl across from you. Exactly. So you can't flirt the right way when her friends are around her. And obviously, you can't pull her away from her friends. She's with her friends for a reason. So all in all, I can't stand it. Women out there, don't ask me to hang out for the first time. (laughs) If you're with your friends, perfect strangers out there, you shouldn't do it either. And same with women. If Shay just gave you a story of how it didn't work out specifically because he was with his boys... Just don't do it. Right. So let's recap for them one more time. Just okay. get our, give our general. Yeah. So the the, the <laughs> summary of each of the four. Right. So if you guys, whoever asks out the person on the first date, you're paying like flat out. And like if if there's so let's say you're trying to pay and you're a girl and the guy's like super southern and like has those um, upbringings, then okay, fine, let him pay. Like chivalry, he believes yeah, in that. Yeah, then let him pay. But like, whoever is the person asking out, you're the one that pays. Otherwise, especially if you ask me out and you don't pay and I have to pay, I'm never going to talk to you again. <laughs> and if I can amend that a little bit, I'm going to go more extreme than Shay on that one oh. and say that, guys, 
you just always need to pay. Like I said, I'm not a big traditionalist at all, but that is one thing that I totally believe in. Not to try to impress her, Not has nothing to do with the financial stuff. Yeah, I know dating is expensive. It is, man, but... That's the name of the game. You know, I, w- I played hockey and I was a goalie in hockey forever. Goalie equipment is fucking expensive. It's the cost of doing business. So if you want to be in the dating game, that is the cost. It may be unfair that you got to take all the costs and women don't, but that's the that's what goes with being a man. So you want to avoid the, is she serious when she offers to pay? Is it my turn? Did she ask? Did we, to solve that whole problem, just always pay and you will always be on the right side of that answer if you always pay. <laughs> Put it this way. She's not going to judge you negatively if you always pay. Right. And for you women out there, control your alcohol intake on a date. <laughs> if the date is going well, you may feel real loose and be like, yeah, I feel so comfortable around him. I can be myself. And then the drinks are flowing because you're having a good conversation and all that stuff. No. Monitor your drinking. Monitor your alcohol. Don't do a bunch of shots because, you know, you're celebrating something or whatever. If you're trying to impress this guy, then he ain't going to like the sloppy drunk you if he's like me. And if he's like those guys who are like, ah, I just want to get laid because she's going to be an easy target. You just made yourself an easy target for him to use you that way. Yeah. You guys don't want to possibly take an advantage of and just control your alcohol. Like know your limits. Don't be a little bitch. Right. <laughs> also, and I didn't mention it when, when I was given more detail about that peeve. A lot of times, especially you women who take a guy that you don't know, you know, really well to a wedding. That's when people get most blasted oh. is at weddings because you're everybody's celebrating and it's open bar. That's when I've seen the most sloppy of the sloppy drunk women. So that's an extra warning for those of you who hope to partake in the open bar uh, excessively at your cousin Sheila's wedding coming up. <laughs> right. And then my last one was don't be fucking rude to the wait staff, to the servers, to the barista. Have some fucking compassion, have some understanding, have some patience. And have some social awareness that remember in the early stages of dating, Every little thing you do, women are going to read into. You know, that's just the way they are. They're over analytical. Some is deserving, some isn't, but that's the way it goes. So she's going to judge you on every little thing you do and make assumptions based on every little thing that you do. Yep. And lastly, again, women, put yourself in men's shoes when you are asking him to meet you out for the first time when you're with your friends. It is not the best scenario. You are not setting yourselves up for success to have a good way to start what could end up being a really good relationship. And guys, same thing. Women ask you to meet them out with their friends. I don't care how hot she is. I don't care how excited you are to meet her. Just like Shay was so excited to meet that one dude. Respectfully decline. And guys, honestly, if that is the case that you're out in a group or you bring a group, it's not a first date, period. It's not a date, period. Yeah, it's a hangout. Yep. And we may mix a couple of these peeves together, and you may end get up end up stuck paying the bill for her and her friends. 
I mean, imagine you having to say, I'll, I'll pay for your drinks, but I'm not paying for your friend's drinks. Yeah, that'd when be the awkward. bill comes, what are you going to do? Tell the women, okay, everybody start throwing your credit cards out. Ooh. That's awkward. Mm-hmm. Avoid all of that and don't even go on that meetup. <laughs> all right. So we hope that any of you who have some of these same pet peeves, we helped uh, paint a rational reason for why we feel this way and why you should feel the same way and we want you to contact us with your dating pet peeves and we may actually yeah me too and we may i mean if you want to give us a story behind them even better but you don't have to we may actually give us the story yeah yeah and we may actually do a show about them later on and with that that'll do it for today's edition of believe in the sex playbook i'm john ibrahim Make sure to hit me up on Facebook and Instagram with the username, the real John Ibrahim, because there's a lot of fake ones out there. <laughs> and please remember to subscribe to the Sex Playbook and give the show a five star rating. And I'm your co host, Shay Kilmer. You can find me on Instagram at Truly Shay. That's T R U L Y S H A Y. And you can send us your questions, comments, concerns, and Also, remember, you can find Believe in the Sex Playbook on your favorite podcast directories, including iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. And of course, always at Believe.com and at Believe Podcasts on Twitter. And speaking of Twitter, please tweet your questions or topics and your pet peeves to me and Shay, and I promise we will try to read them in a future episode. You can find me on Twitter at John Ibrahim and Shay at Kilmer Shay. That's K-I-L-L-M-E-R-S-H-A-Y. And make sure to check out all the other great podcasts on the Believe Network, like the Believe in the 49ers podcast, where host Sean Haylock and Eric Davis talk about everything a San Francisco's 49er fan needs to know. If you're interested in advertising on the show, please contact Believe at Believe.com. Remember... Sex sells. So give in to your desires and advertise with us. You've been listening to the Sex Playbook on the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Do you believe? Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.